Hi there, my name is Maggie, I'm one of the voices at Introverted Improvisers and today I've been asked to speak a little bit about the wonderful world of Audioprof because it really is. When sight, when smell, when touch and taste, don't forget about taste, are removed and all you have is hearing, you become with your colleagues verbal and vocal musicians and magicians. And that's not too much of a poetic leap of the imagination. Think back to early theatre when they didn't have sets or lighting and everything had to be described in dialogue. Senses had to be ensnared and minds had to be intoxicated with only sound. And yes, that is stolen from Severus Snape. So, whether or not you have taken to audio-only improv like a duck to water, hurrah for you, I'm pleased, I'd love to meet you, or you're still a little bit, well, not a little bit, you're still petrified of it, here is a fairly short recap of the basics that will help all of you enjoy it more and get more from it. Ground rule number one. Listening, 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 listening at the deepest level possible. And that's called active listening because all you have is your hearing. And true audio prov has the screen and the camera, not just the camera, but the screen as well off so that you cannot access the chat function to be reminded of basic things by your colleagues not just listening to those all-important fact drops like names, I will get on to names later, and places and job titles, for example, but listening to what you say. Listening to how your scene partner said something and listening to how you said something. Because above all else, Audio-only improv is about mood. Theatre is about mood. It's not so much what's said as how it's said. And then how it lands. That's what you're looking for in any good scene. Chemistry between the characters. Ground rule number two, leave space for goodness sake. <gasps> Let things land. What's the rush? What's the crowd? It's not necessary. Whether or not your character has dialogue, the same rule as in regular theatre applies. You are always on. Number three, or rather number two B, slow down, slow down, slow your role. Because it's a good thing generally and words need to be heard because all you have is your breath, your voice and your silence. Memory, 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 memory. We love memory. And if you want to sharpen your memory, there is no better place to get a boot camp and how to do that than in Audioprov. Remembering basics like character names, places, facts about characters or a circumstance 
is crucial in audio only because the audience can't see it, so they have to be reminded of it. Character names. Hmm. Do you often find yourself in a scene where you have no clue what you're called or no clue what your character's called? So everybody senses the elephant in the room and decides to not even bother naming a character. Well, the bad news is you kind of have to. And the good news is it's really easy to do. As soon as you hear that name drop, make sure it is repeated by as many characters as possible just to drive it home, not only to you and your fellow players, but to the audience, most importantly of all. One of the things you may find yourself doing quite often with a smaller Audioprov cast, because Audioprov works best when the numbers are small, is having to play different characters. And the easiest way to distinguish between your characters is to alter your voice. So get that vocal warm up going, get that chewing gum before your play. Make sure you get rid of that tongue root tension. Just get those thumbs under your jawbone and relax your voice. We all have at least three octaves in our voice, regardless of training, regardless of gender, regardless of age. So get that warm-up flowing just before you join class. Wherever your voice sits, it is glorious and we want to hear all of it. So get that pretend chewing gum going, get a couple of limericks or tongue twisters in there and just to loosen all those muscles and get rid of some jaw tension. And of course, like in all good theatre, some of the greatest gifts are the bumbles, the mispronunciations. If you want to hear a fantastic example of that, then I would direct you to overpriced department store with the final scene set at the perfumery counter where the pretentious, pretending to be French perfumery assistant comes away with such a ridiculous name for an overpriced perfume that a later character played by Camilla plays on that and gets the assistant's name, quote, wrong in many different ways every single time. It is hilarious. It's not something you can rehearse and you take it as the gift it is. And if you'd like to hear more about, quote, the mistakes we make or the gifts we're given, then listen to the first podcast of this year by Camila. I love Audioprov, not just because I am legally blind, but because I find it opens up worlds in my mind that are far more vivid than anything on a regular Zoom could be. It provides immediate access for anyone visually impaired. It provides good access to Zoom for anyone who doesn't have a stable broadband connection like me. And it provides relief from a crowded, oh so busy zoom screen that sometimes can look like a very busy work meeting where there is too much visually going on and for those of us who find that sensory overload diluting our zoom or our improv experience then finding and landing in audioprov is like sinking into a refreshing lake in the height of summer
So take a deep breath, wander in and have a swim in the land of sound. <laughs>